Hi guys, it's Sydney, and I am coming to you with a bit of an unexpected short notice announcement that Maya and I will be taking a break. We have had some stuff, I guess I will say, in the month of June that has really hindered us from participating in the podcast as we would like. Maya lost somebody very close to her and we've both been dealing with some mental health and physical health issues, but we did not want to leave you guys without anything to listen to. So for the next uh, two months, so for July and August, we will be releasing some of our joint Patreon episodes for you guys to listen to. They're very fun and they're very silly. Um, We enjoy making them so much. They're not as serious or structured, I guess I will say, as our regular episodes, but we hope that they will keep you company in our absence. As well as new author interviews, we will still be doing those once every month, so you will be getting new content from us along with the Patreon episodes. We are so sorry for this unexpected update from us. We just have not been in a place to put as much love and time into this as we think that you all deserve and we want to make sure that we are 100% for you guys. But I hope you can still find enjoyment out of the episodes that we will be providing to keep you company and I just want to say thank you for understanding and thank you for supporting us in any way that you ever have. It means the world to us. Thank you, and I hope you enjoy this bonus Patreon episode. Wait, how, like, how young did you, like, from what ages? Um, probably six or seven and up. Just because, like, I... Oh, okay. I went 15 down. Like, I didn't do anyone past 15. You mean from your... From my age. Yeah, Yeah, like, when I was 15. I just was, like... I can't remember a lot of my childhood. Okay. <laughs> so it was very spotty for me. So it was like any, really anything mm-hmm. that I can remember from me being a kid and like watching cartoons in the morning. That yeah. was kind of like the ballpark where okay. I was going from. Because like once I became like 13, 14, then I started watching anime. Yeah. And we've already pretty much talked about all of yeah. those. So I was like, I don't want to do repeats. For sure. Yeah. I, I haven't talked about like newer ones. That's why I went 15 down. Because I started watching anime probably at, like, 13. So there's, like, mm. some in there. But definitely, like, none of the Haikyuu guys. Like, not Hawks. Like, not... Like, not any of the recent ones that I've talked about. Like, just because I'm just, like... Those don't seem like... If we're doing, like, childhood crushes, I'm not a child anymore. <laughs> but I was, right. like, 15 seems like a good enough age where I was just, like... Yeah, like, there's some when I was, like, younger... But some that I was just like, yeah, this is like my first anime crush or something like that. Where it's just Mm -hmm. like, I probably never have admitted this before, but it's like poignant (laughs) to me, myself and I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but there, I, I also just went through lists, like other people's lists of like, like childhood, like cartoon crush or just like straight up childhood crushes. And then I'd be like, oh yeah, like I remember like, none that made it onto my list. I have like an honorable mentions kind of thing. Cause I was just like, oh yeah, like that. Yeah. That checks out. Mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Did you put them in any sort of order? Um, I put it in, uh, least to most embarrassing. <laughs> okay. Fair. I didn't have that at first and then one I'm like the most embarrassed about but I shouldn't be like there there's okay one of them 
there's an action in which I'm the most embarrassed about. And, like, mm. you'll know as soon as it comes up where I was like, why was I like that? Why did I do that? Okay. Um, but, yeah, then I reordered them to be like, this is most to least embarrassing. Okay. Yeah. So, do you want to go? Should I? I mean, mine are in no particular order. Okay. So. I think I went first in the horror movie one. Okay. Um, so we didn't. I'm sure the title of this will reveal we haven't said it yet. Yeah. <laughs> but we're talking about f- five. Five. R- top five. Top, quote unquote, top five <laughs> of our, like, childhood crushes. Yeah. And the thing is, like, for two of these, I put both a protagonist and an antagonist yeah. from the same, right. like, TV show or okay. cartoon. Because I was like... I put an asterisk next like, to mine where I was like, so this one, but then also kind of this one. Yeah. I mean, like, when I was thinking about it, I was like, no. I For some reason, like, I like them the same, uh-huh. both the both the protag and the antag. Yeah. So they're from the same show anyway, so I'm just going to slap Got them it. together. Um, so I guess for my first one that I'll do, again, the mine are in no particular yeah. order. Um, I'm going to do <laughs> Donatello from oh, Teen yeah. Ninja Turtles. Um, <laughs> I had a massive fucking <laughs> crush on him. Um, I, yeah, I've always been into, like, the nerdy types, mm-hmm. I guess. And he was just kind of quirky and yeah. fun. This is one where I also liked the Did antagonist. you lose your mind when Oikawa had glasses on? Yeah, absolutely. That's a nerdy thing. Yeah, yeah. that's, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, I also very much, this is way, way different, very much like the antagonist in that show, Shredder. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> Literally never. Yeah, because you never watched. No, Teen I Ninja never Ninja watched. Turtles. Yeah. So I grew up watching the both the old cartoons and the new ones. And then as I became a teenager, my dad let me read uh, the black and white comics, which were like way more grittier and like that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, because like in the TV shows, it was like, yeah, we skateboard and we eat pizza. And the yes. original source material, the black and white comics, they like killed people and like oh, okay. that kind of stuff. So it, it it's way different. But I think Donatello still remains my favorite of the four. All right. And I, yeah, like. Okay. He's a beefy, he's, Shredder. Shredder? He's a beefy, yeah. beefy guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, not, it's literally not anything that he's done. I just like. I think yeah. that's where my love of big men started. Oh, okay. Started young. Started started <laughs> incredibly young. Started very right. young. Yeah. Yeah. So that's I feel like I don't need a further explanation on that one. <laughs> yeah, I was in love with the turtle. All of Okay. How old were you? Pretty young? Um, yeah. Probably around the age of seven or so. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, my first one shouldn't be a surprise. It's Troy Bolton from High School Musical. Okay, yeah. I was and forever will be a High School Musical girl. Some okay. people were Hannah Montana, Lucy McGuire. Not me. Um, I was a wildcat through and through. Okay. I was obsessive. Um, I think sort of like my gateway drug. So, <laughs> some embarrassing things. My entire room was uh, in, el- in elementary school was High School Musical themed. Mm. We're talking bed sheets, pillows, posters, curtains. I painted my room blue to match the sheets and the curtains. I had High School Musical beach towels. I had High School Musical clothing. I had High School Musical sneakers. I had High School Musical backpack and lunchbox. I had all of. I have currently all of them on DVD. They're right there. Yeah. <laughs> all of them currently yep. on DVD. Um. 
I was there for all of them too. High School Musical one, absolutely. High School Musical two, you bet your fucking butt that I was there mm-hmm. watching that movie. High School Musical three, I saw in theaters. Wow. At the time, two thousand and six was when the uh, second movie came out. I was eight years old. That was watched by seventeen point two million viewers nationwide. That made High School Musical two the most watched event ever broadcasted on basic cable, surpassing the debut of Monday Night Football on ESPN, which attracted sixteen million viewers. Millions of children, specifically young girls, ages. 6 to 14 watched the television spectacle, throwing football fans out of the water, and I am proud to say that I was one of those little girls. <laughs> you seem proud. It's one of my just really shining achievements in life. I remember where I was in my bedroom watching with my sister, screaming at the top of my lungs, watching them do I loved it. I was Sharpay Evans for Halloween one year. Because Sharpay is the best. I don't I don't care what anyone has to say. Um, she was always the best. She did nothing wrong, either. Did, did she do something wrong? Yes. <laughs> but she did nothing wrong. And at the center of it all was Troy Bolton, who really is the greatest Disney heartthrob of all time to me specifically. I was in love with him. There's a scene, I believe in the second movie, <laughs> where he gives Gabriella a tea necklace. And she's like, tea for Troy? And I've never wanted to be a movie character so badly um i i wanted that necklace so badly and i fucking settled for like a plastic class ring that came with a troy barbie doll that i had to have and i wore it until my fingers literally grew too big for it it went from like ring finger to pinky finger to like nothing at all because i just couldn't it couldn't fit my fingers anymore wow um i think as an adult i really can't tell you why troy bolton other than like zach efron pretty I think he, like, he was a singer, which is funny because now we know that Zac Efron didn't even sing in the first movie. <laughs> um, but I think it was the idea of meeting someone at a New Year's Eve party and singing karaoke with them and then falling in love was just the ideal situation for a six-year-old. Um, and then they ended that movie with a cheat kiss. A cheat kiss. And I swear to God, I thought I was going to burst into flames. Um, I don't know. like I don't know there were just moments that I like throughout the films all of them one two and three like they sing the little duet at the end of the first one and then they have a rooftop dance at in like the middle of the third one or whatever that somehow just made up for every like kind of bad thing that he did Mm -hmm. (laughs) through the course of the movies Mm -hmm. I also to put into clarification have not seen those movies since since like the original times I had seen them but they just like they've really ingrained themselves into me somehow just being like a high school musical like girl it, yeah. yeah um and you know it's real and true when i become a full misogynist because i hate gabriella like real like i said i was the sharpay truther i went for halloween as her because she's the best but she's like like retrospectively thinking about it because i have watched like youtube videos where other people talk about the plots and you're like huh that was a weird thing for you to do like the entire second movie it's just her being a bad person and you're just like what's going on um you know i don't know i just i liked her in the first movie but after i gotta go my own way in the second movie i couldn't stand her um troy gave up juilliard to go to the university of california berkeley because he didn't want to be too far away from gabriella in stanford um anyways (laughs) 
I also have to admit that this is when my Zac Efron renaissance started. I went on a mad fury of watching every Zac Efron movie that I could get my hands on. Um, 17, again, was my first PG-13 movie in theaters, so we have to thank Troy Bolton for that. Okay. Yeah. And as you see currently, what do I have? Charlie St. Cloud. I have the lucky one. <laughs> I have 17 again. Um, those are all the ones I have on DVD. I own those movies. Yes. I'm looking at them with my own eyes right now. And that's not to say the uh, just the other Zekafron movies I have seen. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I knew this about you. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> I don't know what it... Like, I was... Obviously, I grew up in the time of, like, Wizard of Waverly Place, like, Hannah Montana. None of those other, like, leading men did anything for See, me. See, the older brother from Wizards of Waverly Place... Yes. ...definitely did something for me. Okay. But, like, I didn't even put him on my list because, it like, it right. wasn't, like enough it wasn't a feral obsession no yeah (laughs) but like anytime it came on i was like yeah yeah he knows he aged well too oh 100 percent. yeah yeah trust me when they were like when they didn't they do like episodes back or something or like it was rumored god there was something on tiktok before covid Oh, like, that they were going to do a reunion or something? Something about Wizards of Waverly Place. Okay. And, like, all of the stars from Wizards of Waverly Place, like, started to make, like, uh-huh. TikToks or shit like that. And I just remember seeing him on the platform and I was like, what the fuck, man? Right. <laughs> what compelled you? What compelled <laughs> to, you? To look exactly the same. What the <laughs> Has fuck? Has not aged. No, not at all. No. So, good for him. Yeah, I think he's the only one that I was just like, okay, yeah, you're, like, attractive. But there was nothing ever... No, and then they that did that, the that, that, like, that that crossover episode with, like, the werewolf dude yeah. from one of the other Disney Okay, he was hot, yes. though. No, I was just about to say, I was, like, I was super into him. He was fucking hot. I don't know his fucking name or what <laughs> show he was from, but, like, yeah. He was British, and, uh-huh. yeah, it, yeah. Did, it did a lot for dude, me. Dude, I, that era of Disney Channel was, like, drilled into my brain. Yes. That, I think it was that episode, the crossover, where, like, the werewolf and then Julia, who's played by Bridget Mandler, were, like, like love, like, they were lovers yeah. at, like, hundreds and hundreds of years ago, and then he's like, Juliet, I love you, and then, like, a Selena Gomez, like, runs away. That shit was so good. Different. Different. Disney Channel was different back oh then. Oh my god, it was. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. your least embarrassing one is <laughs> Troy Bolton. Yeah. Where you were, um infatuated with yeah it, it seems so my second again mm-hmm. mine's not in any sort of list but i would say that my this next one is probably comparable to the troy okay. bolton one in your case um hawkeye from the first <laughs> avengers movie specifically from the first avengers movie um i was not into like superheroes or like that kind of stuff yeah and on an off chance one of my neighbors was like one of my friends mm-hmm. that happened to be a neighbor was like, hey, we're going to see this new, like, Marvel movie. Yeah. Like, do you want to go? And, like, their parents were like, we'll pay. And I was like, slay. Yeah. I'm going. Mind you, that came out in 2012. So yes. I was 10, like, turning 11. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but I was like, him with the with the bow. Yeah. Him. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. I'm attracted to this 40-year-old man. <laughs> so uh, I saw that movie in that year alone after it came out i remember i forced my parents to buy it on disc for me Fuck so i yeah. owned it on disc i almost burned the d- disc Fuck from how yeah. many times i watched it um i probably have seen that i remember i listened to the soundtrack to the avengers and i knew exactly what was happening in the movie in my head yeah when i listened to the soundtrack 
That's how bad it was. I made my parents, all of my family members bought me posters. Fuck yeah. I would kiss the posters. Oh, like, my that's, that's how bad it was. Um, yeah, I fucking really hate good. Jeremy Renner now. I despise that man. I, I can't Do even look still, at like, him. Do you still like Hawkeye? I like Hawkeye from the comics. Okay. Because, like, after that was when I started getting into superheroes and, like, reading yeah. comic books and, like, that kind of stuff. Um, it all has to start somewhere, though, you know? I know. And that's the thing is, like, I do... But then, like, then they had, like, the multiverse and, like, yeah. that kind of shit in the comic books. And I was like, this is too much. This is way too mm-hmm. much. So, like, the original Hawkeye story is cool and good. And I liked the fact that, like, he was partially deaf and, like... He was, like, fully deaf in one ear, Mm -hmm. and, like, they never put that into the movies, which, like, really bugged me. And then, like, his OG costume is fucking awful. It's, like, bright purple. He looks like a hog. Like, it's not very good. (laughs) But I thought the writing was really good. I I watched a lot of, like, the Avengers cartoons Mm -hmm. because of the movie. And I liked him in the cartoons, too. So I liked the character of Hawkeye. I can't say that I still have these feelings. Sure. But it was just, like, yeah. I read all of those fanfics about, like, being in the tower and, like, that kind of stuff. That was such a good era. <laughs> it was, because it was, like, Clint was always in, like, oh. events or something. And I was, like, what the fuck is going that on? That era of, like, fanfic- domestic yeah. Avengers Tower fanfiction yeah. on Tumblr was so good. It was good. pre-Ultron. Yeah. It was also post-Ultron, because... I didn't put him on my list, but Pietro Maximoff. Right. Uh, it's because I was older. I was, like, 15, See, 16. I, when Age of Ultron did come out, mm-hmm. I liked Ultron as a villain a lot, and then I thought they ruined him right. in the movie, so I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I just kind of fell off the bandwagon <laughs> after that. But and like, that's what you get for reading the comics. It was, it was a good, like, year to two year period of okay. just, like, everyone bought me Hawkeye stuff. Fuck yeah. I read and consumed, like, only Avengers- I- centric stuff i love that so much when someone gets obsessed with something where you're just like yeah you just get my hawkeye stuff <laughs> like that, literally that's yeah. the thing my family all my entire family i remember god i think i was graduating from middle school or I something i love that no it must have been the sixth grade and as a graduation quote-unquote present my aunt had gotten me just a hawkeye poster she was like here you go and i was like whoa <laughs> Oh my god! That feels like my mom with the High School Musical poster that she got me. That's like that was like fake signed, like it oh, was a printed that's signed. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, I framed it. I hung that in my room. It was the greatest thing I ever yeah. owned. And that's the thing is like. My family also knows that I kissed those posters. (laughs) Uh, They're 100% aware because they make fun of me for it to this day. Okay. Anytime they see Jeremy Renner in like a movie or something, they're like, haha. And I'm like, I don't like him. Yeah. Not, no, please. I, no. (laughs) I've grown up. I have no feelings toward him. I watched Supernatural after that. I gained feelings for Jensen Ackles. It's over. Would you know what? Both white, short hair, blonde men. Mm hmm. Yeah. 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 But. Jensen Ackles is objectively better looking. 100%. 100%. Jensen Ackles in The Boys? Yeah. With the beard? Yeah. Takes precedent over everything. (laughs) I'll have to say, like, at least all of my crushes that I've written down, I don't think my feelings have wavered for them. Like, obviously, I'm not not as obsessive over Troy Bolton as I am when I was, like, 10. All of the ones that I have today are ones that I don't have feelings for anymore (laughs) because they were just, like childhood crushes no i've carried some of these with me yeah no absolutely um i didn't put down on my list but in your line of like 40 year old men that i had 
wild feelings over as too young of a person was Brendan Fraser in The Mummy. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> yeah. Real. You know, like. Real as fuck. Like, Brendan, listen, Brendan Fraser in The Mummy is the equivalent to Pedro Pascal in The Last of Us. That's what it is. Yeah, you're right. That's exactly what it is. See, okay, so you're, like, we've talked about this, like, your parents were Lord of the Rings people. Yes. My mother was a mummy person. She mm. owns all of my DVDs. She introduced them to me at a very young age. Right. I watched them with her, like, every weekend, therefore, because I was like, who is that 37-year-old? Yeah. <laughs> like, who is that I, mid-30s-year-old? I, I, <laughs> I also, this is a personal thought, uh-huh. and you might not agree with this, I think it's the outfit. Oh, it's the outfit. And the hair. Right. He has like, that flouncy like, little you hair. Could, you could put any white sort of built man yeah. into that outfit and but I there was something feel... about the way that brendan fraser acted yeah. there's like do you remember the scene in the first one where he just throws like <laughs> like a chair at someone <laughs> no yeah. no no he throws ra- uh the librarian over his shoulder oh, and then no. he, there's like he he's trying to like she's like arguing with him and he's like over arguing with her he literally throws her over his shoulder like she weighs nothing places her on it like throws her on a bed in another room closes the door like he leaves the room closes the door and then just like leaves her in there and i was like i don't know what these feelings are inside Mm. of me but something just happened (laughs) yeah fair enough there was no reason i was like 10 and i was like something about what i just watched (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'll I, think was, about later. I was 10, 11 when I saw the Avengers. And yeah. I was like, whoa. Yeah. You know it's real when you're kissing posters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was the only one that I did that for. So, <laughs> unfortunately. Okay. My next one is Dimitri from Anastasia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You haven't seen Anastasia, which I think no. is a crime, actually. Yeah, my aunt worked on it. Because it's my favorite movie it's of all the time. It's aunt that gave me the graduation poster <laughs> <laughs> that aunt has lived a life <laughs> yeah she she really has she she's so slay i love yeah. her um it's also my favorite movie of all time which mm. you're making me watch lord of the rings i think i have to return yeah, the favor back to you i think that's fair and make you watch anastasia um i this is absolutely my longest running childhood crush um that i still like i'll still watch the movie and i'll still be like <laughs> like i literally oh like that God. man um I think, like, I, I'll say, like, some of these, of course, I'm not, uh, like, I'm not embarrassed or, like, ashamed of my Troy Bolton crush, but as a 24-year-old, I can look at him now and be like, mm, no, thank you, <laughs> no, thank you, but I would do anything. I would give anything to be with Dimitri. From the first moment that he's on mm-hmm. screen with his, like, roguish charm, he's kind of like Brendan Fraser. He's got that flouncy hair. He's got this, like, roguish charm. I felt hard. Um, starts off as this schemer to get rich quick, but then you learn that he's just, like, not a bad guy. He's just, like, a little broken romantic with, like, a heart of gold. And it's my favorite yeah. category of man. Um, this is another example, which I fell in love with John Cusack, and it's only a little bit more embarrassing because John Cusack was a grown man at the time, mm-hmm. and not just, like, Troy Bolton as, like, a 17-year-old, you right. know? Um, and I watched every movie that he was in afterwards. Jesus Christ. Um... He has this floppy hair, brown eyes, and until I met Flynn Rider, which was later, because I don't remember when, like, Disney started doing that 3D animation, but it was for sure later. He was the first leading man in any animated film or movie that was, like, funny and sarcastic and, like, I really, truly fell in love with. Right. Um, The banter he has with Anastasia is some of the best on the market. 
going back to like the classic Disney prince was never a huge fan of any there was like literally one that I can like I could think of and I think it was just literally because it was my favorite Disney movie at the time but none of them made me feel the way that Dimitri did um I can name several who I think are attractive now but as a child didn't do anything for me but then I met Dimitri in my grandmother's house (laughs) Because she had a bunch of VHS tapes and DVDs for, like, old 90s movies, like, um, Mm -hmm. The Great Mouse Detective, she had, like, Shirley Temple, she had, um, oh, what was the other one? Like, Fern Gully, uh, Anastasia, that she, like, introduced me to, like, all those, and I was, like, literally in my, like, I can, it's, like, I could smell what her home was like, when she, like, put in, like, Anastasia for the first time when I was, like, also maybe 10, and it changed my world, Mm -hmm. um, he was, I think, my first ever true enemies to lovers that I witnessed before my very eyes. There's this scene where he's with the Dowager Empress, and he declines the money, like the money reward, for reuniting her with Anastasia. And she asks, like, why he's not going to take it, and asks if it's a change of mind, and he says it was more of a change of heart. And that day I started believing in love. I swear Jesus to God. <laughs> I swear to God. And on top of that, he gets her this beautiful dress. His jaw drops the first time he sees her. He kisses her hand when he's when they're teaching her how to be a Romanov. He holds her hand at the ballet when she's nervous. Paris is the heat of your heart is the best song sung by any leading man. They waltz on a ship. The like the way he almost kisses her afterwards any single time it leaves me tingling. He saves her from Rasputin on that very ship and tells her that she's safe now while holding her. He comes back for her and attacks Rasputin again after he lets her go to be with her grandmother. He saves her life from Rasputin as a child by opening up a door in the wall. And that scene where she's describing how she survived the massacre and she said that there was a boy who opened a hole in the wall and he has this aha moment where he realizes that it's her. Anya is Anastasia's the best moment in all of cinema. I have a lot of feelings for this movie. I know you do. And Anastasia is one leading, like, lady, not like Gabrielle. I truly enjoy her. She has this genuineness that brings out his genuineness. Like, he hasn't had an awesome life. He's poor. He was a servant at the palace. He's just someone who wants to be rich because in Russia, there's really no one to trust until he meets her. And he's stunned by her strength and her intelligence. She is one of the very few people who is as quick-witted as he is, and that just leaves him speechless and enchanted. And he doesn't love her because she's beautiful. Of course he says that. The scene where he sees her on top of the stairs at the ballet, and he is just flabbergasted by how, like, gorgeous she looks in this, like, navy dress. Mm -hmm. But he loves her. Because of everything she is. Like, they save each other. She's not, like, a damsel in distress. He loves how, like, witty and smart and tough and strong she is. And at the end, they leave together. Anastasia's still dead to everyone else, but that doesn't matter because she's there with Dimitri, and then he kisses her like no man has ever kissed me, and then he literally sweeps her off her feet. Dimitri is the dreamboat. That's the end of my TED Talk. Cool. I still have very strong feelings about this man. I, I can tell. Yeah. Um, but you did say Flynn Rider in the middle of there. Yes, I, I did. I did forget about it. <laughs> so. Flynn Rider is like the equivalent that I got. And the I think the only reason I have such strong feelings for Dimitri is because I met him first. That's fair. I mean, like, I saw Tangled in theaters. Yeah, I did too. 
And I, I really liked Flynn Rider, but yes. it, he never was like, oh my god. Yeah. Heartthrob. Uh-huh. Like, well, like, to be fair, like, to me, growing up as a child and, like, watching all these Disney movies, none of them really were. That's fair. That's, that's, that's really fair. The only one that, like, really got to me was, um, the boyfriend from Lilo and Stitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's everyone's reaction. They're like, fuck. Because he's just the most He's just normal. the perfect. I know. He's just, like, perfect. Right. Like, like he's just literally trying his best, and yes. all he wants is a date. That's like, all that's he it. Wants. So, no, you're right. The only one, and I think it was because The Little Mermaid was my favorite movie, was Prince Eric that I like felt mm. anything towards. Okay, but even still, like, I like now I'm like, oh, like, okay, like, <laughs> like now I can be like, oh, yeah, Shang Li's attractive, like, as an adult, correct, but not as a child. Like, when I first met him as a kid, I was like, that's cool. No, definitely those Disney movies were more like, I like the princess. Yes. Which is fine. Yeah, which like, is fair. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I didn't feel anything like towards any of those Disney princess- princes. So I don't know. There was just something about Dimitri that like, yes, like I, it just has carried over from like when I was a child to like now. I watch that movie every six months. It is my favorite movie of all time. Mm. Um. And I, st- I have the same reaction to that movie every single time because it's just, like, it's the greatest movie ever made. That's fair. Yeah. And Dimitri's just only a point of that. I love Anastasia. I love the entire cast. The music is, bo- like, bonkers how good that music is. Yeah. It's a beautiful movie. Um, I don't care that it's not historically accurate. Gotta be honest with you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't care. Um, it's just, it is just my favorite movie of all time. And Dimitri is just, like, my dream man really it's just like i feel like there are connecting through lines where it's like oh you like this thing now it all leads back to Dimitri. i like how he's higher on the list than troy bolton is i think it's only because like he was a grown man and i was like a 10 year old compared to like yeah yeah but he's also animated so he is also animated like... i don't know i like i don't know i i mean I feel like these first three are all like baseline. They're all pretty baseline. Like, like I got, I gotta be real now. Like, when, like really thinking about it, the the first three are like pretty centerline. Like, there's yeah. nothing. Like, they could a- any of them could be at like a specific point in time, mm-hmm. and then the last two are kind of in like my embarrassments. Okay, but the these first three, Troy, Dimitri, and then my next one, they're like okay. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Um. Yeah, I feel like that's how my next one is. Like, yeah. Hawkeye is definitely, like, one of the more embarrassing I think them. only because it's J- Jeremy Renner. Renner? R- Renner, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> um, but, like, uh, when I say the next one, I don't think this is going to be surprising in the slightest uh-huh. either. He's also one where it's like, I like the antagonist, too. And yeah. it's also the same thing with Shredder, where it's like, <laughs> it's not because of what he did or how he taught. Like, it's just... You'll know. Okay. So the next one is Cyborg from Teen Titans. <gasps> <laughs> Nerdy. <laughs> Works with electronics. I was a Beast Boy girl. You know, that's fair. I loved Beast Boy. See, I I just, like, I just, I felt like I couldn't do that because he was with Raven or, okay. like, going after Raven. For some reason, my kid yeah. brain was like, that's a no-no. <laughs> Even though in the old Teen Titans show... Um, Cyborg gets with the chick with, like, the... Bumblebee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, 
I didn't like that. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was, like, fucking weird. Also, in that show, I had a thing for Jinx. That's fair. Yeah. I feel like that's fair. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, the antagonist that I was in love with uh, was Slade Wilson. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, His voice. Mask voice. <gasps> built as fuck. Your mask kink started there. Slade. Also with Shredder. Shredder wore, yeah. wore a mask. So, I, like, uh, yeah, but he wore a half mask. Slade wore a full mask. No, one but, like, eye when, when Shredder fights, he full on, like, wears oh, Samurai okay. gear. So, it's, like... That's the thing is like Cyborg and Donatello are literally like parallel yeah. to each other, so it's like that's yeah. why it's not surprising in the slightest. Right, Cyborg is just techie and nerdy, mm-hmm. and I don't think he'd love and protect me. Yeah. So it was like, mm. and like the same thing with the antagonist, where it's mm-hmm. like they both have masks, they both have deep voices, they're both built as fuck, and they could literally kill me if they <laughs> wanted to. So my kid brain was like, mm. mm-hmm. you're like, I shouldn't be feeling anything. <laughs> no, not at all. Like they murder people, uh-huh. but I was like. Mm. <laughs> like god did you ever watch the teen titan movie where they like of go course to, i did they of go to they go to japan like this is gonna sound i mean i've already said what that i'm a monster mm-hmm. that ink yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna leave it at that <laughs> no of course i watched all of teen titan i watched the movie okay. Okay. i feel personally offended by teen titans go oh no i love teen titans go do you really i think it's hilarious that's okay like I, I don't because I, I, I just love Teen Titans. No, that's fair. And I get like when it when it first came out, Teen Titans Go, I also had a strong distaste for yeah. it. I was like, mm, they're just dumbing it down for kids. I've watched quite a few episodes at this point in my life. It's fucking hilarious. I don't care. <laughs> like I don't I don't care okay. anymore. I personally find it entertaining. It doesn't really have like a serious storyline yeah. or anything like that, which is why I think people should watch the original Teen Titans. Yeah. Um, so but good. even then, Teen Titans Go is just something, it's like the Amazing World of Gumball, where for me, it's just something to put on in the background, right. and it's just funny. I think I would be less offended at Teen Titans Go if it wasn't Teen Titans. Like, I love Amazing World of Gumball. Right. It's such a good show. Right. But I, like, I, I, like, it's baked into my brain, the original Teen Titans, the storylines, like, the emotions, like, mm-hmm. it, like, even Cyborg, Cyborg was so great, especially when he had, like, do you remember... In the show where he's talking to Bumblebee, maybe? And he's talking in a way that's like, oh, yeah, you're talking about being black in America. And he's like, because I'm a cyborg. <laughs> and you're just yeah. like, there were some pretty, like, deep storylines in there. Yeah, but, like, there are also... There are deep storylines in there. But there's also, like... Cartoon Network has evolved a lot yeah. over the past couple of years. In, w- in the way that they, like, teach mm-hmm. things, quote-unquote. Because it, it, it's a cartoon. Yeah. But it's, like, meant for children. So they have to handle things mm-hmm. in certain ways. I still think that they do that to a lesser degree with Teen Titans Go. Okay. If you haven't seen a lot of the episodes, I can see, like, any of the memes that you probably see mm-hmm. are just, like, the goofy one-off things that yeah. they say. But, like, genuinely, I think it is a hilarious show. Okay. I think it's very well done. The writing's really good. The animation is american animation right. it's not the best but it people people are gonna get so mad at me if i, <laughs> I say this it's better than adventure times animation <gasps> i Whoa. dislike that style of animation Damn. personally okay. i don't think it's horrible but i think teen titans go has better animation style wise than adventure time does 
it's one of the biggest reasons I have had a hard time trying to get into Adventure mm. Time. And I can't admit this Kay. to my best friend whose favorite show of all time is Adventure Time. Well, because, like, yeah, you don't want to do that to someone who's, but like, it's, it's also their like, favorite thing. I know that they have the nostalgia factor, too, yeah. with it, which is not something that I have. Mm-hmm. So I'm going into it with a critical lens yeah. being, like, this is their, like, I'm trying to be nice because it's their favorite yeah. thing. Um, but I just don't get the same things out of it because a lot of the lessons that the show is also trying to teach me are things that I already know. Sure. So it's like different for me personally. I, again, I don't dislike the Adventure Mm -hmm. Time. Like I don't hate it or anything, but I do think that there are plenty of other shows that have better work stylistically. And I think that's, like, you're talking about your friend's, like, nostalgia. I think that's me for Teen Titans, the original Teen Titans. Which is is absolutely fair. That's how I was at first. And, like, I kind of lost it because I just, I haven't seen Teen Titans in a long time. I don't remember all of the storylines. It's one of the things that I've been meaning to, like, go through and, like, watch I don't I don't know why. No, I know why. There was, like, a summer. It was the summer in between middle school and high school. Like, my first summer. Mm -hmm. The only summer between middle school and high school. Right. That was, like, the worst summer of my whole life in terms of my mental health. Like, I was, I was the most depressed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that was the deepest point. I stayed in, I stayed inside my room all summer watching, like, old cartoons. Not old, just maybe stuff that was already finished, like Kim Possible, Teen Titans, 16, um, that were all finished that I could pirate, like, on YouTube or something. Right. Things that were, like, flipped around <laughs> and then, like, kind of sped up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and Teen Titans was one of them. And I don't, like, I, I just sat at my computer desk, like, all summer and just, like, binged all of these shows. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, and I, I remember, like, every plot line. There are episodes that I remember so passionately, like, the, mm-hmm. the prom on the boat or, like, the Blackfire episode or, like, even the Jinx when she meets, like, Kid Flash. Like, those episodes are, like, right. burned into my brain that are just, like, I just can't get into Teen Titans Go because I'm, like, oh, but the old one was just so good. Right. Yeah. And that's fair. Yeah. Like, I can't... I, I understand why people don't like it, mm-hmm. but taking away from that yeah it's just like i i think it's a good show and i think it's one of the better kids cartoons mm-hmm. on air currently sure especially since cartoon network has kind of been going through a thing right now and they like went through a weird phase where they had like uncle grandpa <laughs> like and that's all like post mad tv some of the shows are so good like i've seen a couple episodes and they had like over the christmas season they had like a live stream of other um like christmas specials mm-hmm. and so like they have some good ones like craig of the creek is pretty good um we bear bears is good um of course adventure time not adventure time what the fuck did we say amazing world of thank you yeah like so they have some pretty sh- good shows but yeah, yeah like apple there, and there, yeah and... there's some like oddballs and you know not yeah. all are winners even yeah. Nickelodeon and Disney all have their, right. like weird ones that just don't land. So yeah, you can't be upset or mad about it. Mm-hmm. It's just what it is. Yeah, but I definitely was a Beast Boy girl. I just liked how he was funny. He was so funny. Yeah, but surprisingly, I never. My archetype yeah. was nerdy. Yeah, a little more introverted. It's fair. So okay. Um. Yeah. My third one. I I wouldn't even say it's embarrassing. It's another crush that I have currently to this day. Mm-hmm. It's Peter Malark. From the Hunger Games. Ah, okay. Book, both book and movie. Okay. Um, so I first read the Hunger Games in sixth grade. So I was 11 years old. 
And the first movie came out in 2012, so I was 14 years old. And he for sure is my first book boyfriend. Um, just ever. Like, I like Percy, but as, like, Percy Jackson, but, like, as a sibling. Mm-hmm. I never fell in love with Percy Jackson. Yeah, we've talked about this. I fell in love with Peter Malark. Like, for, okay, first of all, I know that The Hunger Games is not about a love triangle in any way, shape, or form. Um, that being said, how the fuck would you ever choose Gale over Peter? Real. How? Real. How? <laughs> Real. Peter is so sweet to Katniss, and he cares about her, no matter where they are in their relationship. Whether they be close, or they have issues, or whatever, mm-hmm. he's never mean to her. Um... But Gale just yells at Katniss whenever they disagree. Yeah, Gale's and is a piece of so shit. jealous all the time. Like, how do you like that? Like, there's a scene in the second movie where she has this locket with her mother, her sister, and Gale's picture in there. And he's like, you have to stay alive for them. And she's like, what about you? And he's like, I have nobody. And she's like, I need you. And it's just like... (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's also a series of movies that I specifically watch with my sister about every six months. I think those movies are so good. Um, Some, I will say, the last two are better than the last book. See, I only read the first eight chapters of the first book, and it was so boring that I dropped it. So I never finished reading the hunger games okay i did finish the last book i will book. say i really like the second book yeah it's really second good. book fucking blew my mind yeah. when i read it yeah. so it still remains Changed my dna as a yeah person. no no it literally like figuring out the clock uh-huh thing, i was like what the fuck is Geniuses. going on yeah. oh my god and then okay i'll say finnick odair high <gasps> up on that list high uh, up on that list i wasn't gonna mention him because i was like about i don't wanna bring up the boy with the trident or anything <laughs> I literally would fuck him <laughs> any day. Especially when I saw him in the movies. And oh. I was like, <gasps> the fact that he took over for Annie as tribute because she was pregnant. Yeah. Real. I love Finnick O'Dare. But Peter Mullerick has my heart. That's I right. would, if it's a fuck, Mary kill, I would fuck Finnick O'Dare. Mm-hmm. I would marry Peter Mullerick. But I, yeah. That's I, fair. I also, I love Finnick O'Dare. Yeah, that's real. Um, but I do love the last two movies over the last book because I felt like the last book was super rushed and like there was no time to breathe. That's the thing that I was nervous about yeah. when I was reading it because I was eight chapters in, which was about like, you know, half a third of the way through yes. the book and like nothing had yes. happened. And I was like, ah. Uh... It was so compressed. <laughs> yeah. Know, like what was going on? But the movies are pure masterpiece movies. Mm. Like... To me, they're the best of the... They cast them very well. They casted them so well. Also, that meme that went around, like, last month where Uh everyone was casting their... (laughs) Their Hunger Games. Yes. I still get them on my feet because I like them every time I see it. They make me laugh so hard. I love seeing people's picks for that shit. Uh, It's very funny to me. Yeah, the Hunger Games are my favorite of the, like, YA... Movie oh, the, adaptations? It, it, cultural reset. Like, over Twilight, over Harry Potter, yeah. for sure over Divergent. Like, they did it the best. Oh, yeah. Divergent they, was a, a rip. I we all know it. I don't... I read those books as they came out. I wasted time, money, and energy I on those books. I only read the first book Good for of you. Divergent, and then I was like, I, t- I don't know Good for if you. I can do this. There, Because there is no plot. Okay, anyways. <laughs> we're talking about The Hunger Games. Um, and my last piece of Gale bashing... Gale is this cool guy, almost bad boy, sexy and I know it type. And Peter Malark 
is almost a stereotypical nice guy who is too soft and not manly enough and would never get the girl, but he does get the girl because of all those things and while being strong and brave in their own way. Even after he finds out that Katniss faked their area arena romance, which is like specifically in the books, he gives her space. His understanding of everyone else's needs is shown in very quiet moments, like when he like plants primroses for Katniss. Mm-hmm. after her death in Mockingjay. PETA is like the live... He is literally the living embodiment of peace, which is like... I, which is why I don't understand why anyone would choose Gale, who is the embodiment of war. Yeah, I mean, the fact that he, like, blew up... <sighs> <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> like, I didn't even read that part of the book, but even since uh-huh. book one, I was like... Yeah. I'm side-eyeing you. Uh-huh. Like... Yeah. So, mm-hmm. since I read the first book in 2009... Which sounds crazy to me. I literally thought about it where I was like, I know for a fact I read it in the sixth grade because it, it we got it in our library. And I remember it was a sixth grade only. Like you could only get it. Only sixth graders could read it because duh, it was The Hunger Games. And I remember being like, ha ha, you stupid fucking babies. I'm going to read The Hunger Games. And so I like, I just had to figure out what year that was. And I was like, 2009. That's cool. Yippee. It was still a very common thing. At least when I, because, like, I, sometimes I feel like I'm so much older than you, but then I'm not that much older than you. But I just, like, for my childhood, it was still a very common thing to tell little girls that little boys are mean to you because they like you. I definitely heard that okay, in grade cool. school. Um, and I can't really, I, I can remember boys being really mean to me in, a, in elementary school. See, the thing was, people... <laughs> I don't think anyone in my personal life knows this. I would beat up boys <gasps> on my in my classes in grade school, and like I would uh, like they would say that about me, and I would just punch them because they'd be like, "You're only mean to me because I don't like you." And I was like, "No," or like because you like me, and I was like, "I just don't like you." Yeah. And like I remember, I full on stabbed a kid with a pencil one time. Oh my god. I I never got caught. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I you just up, admitted it. I straight up to the world. Yeah, I straight up bullied some people Damn. like in grade school just because like they were just those kinds of guys. Right. And I was like, shut the fuck well, up. Well, yeah, because th- and then everyone's telling it's like, oh, well, he pushes you because he likes you. No, and, they like, don't. I was a very soft child. I, I hardened in high school <laughs> and then I softened again. Um, but I was a very soft kid. And so like I took things like very personally. I cried a lot. Um, and when I met PETA, who was kind in the face of the Hunger Games, I mean, like, how couldn't I have fallen in love with him? Like, he was literally just like, this, they can be nice to you. <laughs> like, it was such a small mm-hmm. thing, but it was like, they can be. Like, he, like he's a guy whose favorite color is orange, but not bright orange, more like the color of the sunset. And he's a guy who looks at dandelions in the spring because bright yellow means rebirth instead of destruction he's the kind of guy who has nightmares of losing katniss but he's okay once he realizes she's there suzanne collins really ruined like other men for me a hundred percent that's fair when Hamish he tells katniss you could live a thousand lifetimes and not deserve him speechless crying shitting throwing up it literally is just like yeah, <laughs> you're right. I could never deserve him. You're completely correct. And on top of that all, he's so smart. He orchestrates the entire plan to pretend that they're in love, to get sponsors so they can get like food and supplies during the Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. And then he pulls 
if it wasn't for the baby, I was the capital. <gasps> that oh was one of the best. Like, that, like, I can understand. Like, you're like the clock thing. Mine was, if it wasn't for the baby. <gasps> what do you mean? Even Katniss in the movies, she's like, like, she even believes it for a second. Because he's so smart. And he knows how to get his claws in these fucking rich people's brains where he's just like i know you just look at me as entertainment so like i'm gonna have you be mad at the capital now like the government because you're gonna put a pregnant woman in the hunger games you're all pieces of shit yes <laughs> look what you're doing to a pregnant woman but look at think of the baby <laughs> and i haven't mentioned it but i also i love katniss Mm-hmm. And I love that at the end that they choose to love each other, that it's an active step that they take to love one another. They both see each other with their masks stripped off, raw, broken. Like, tr- by the end of the books, they're mm-hmm. they're not who they ever were. But they don't run away. It's a choice that they make to love each other. Right. And I do, I do a lot of research, always, but... <laughs> For these two, finding quotes and summaries so I can remember things, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I found that there are still people who mistake kindness as weakness and mock PETA for being weak and who want Gale um, for his masculine strength. But to me, he will always be the strongest char- character in any literature and someone who literally changed my foundation. And I love PETA Malark. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. He. Yeah. And uh, Joss Hutcherson played him beautifully Correct. in the movies. And yeah. I'm so happy he will be in the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. <gasps> I know. I'm so excited. <sighs> I feel like th- that was, like, another kind of <laughs> a white boy of the month category that, like, I had a fat crush. Yeah. Yeah. Like, did I love Percy Jackson? No, but I loved Logan Lerman. Mm-hmm. That's real. You couldn't feed me on a silver platter Percy Jackson and Perks of Being a Wallflower without me falling in love with Logan Lerman. And it was the same thing for uh, Joss Hutcherson. I have known him since the Zathura. I love, like, Bridge uh, to Terabithia. Yeah, like, yeah. that shit. He's so been around good. a long time. He has been. And I'm glad that he took a break. Correct, yeah. But I love him. Because he, d- he came back and he did Future Man mm-hmm. on Hulu. Yeah. Right? That's a fucking is it show. really it's hilarious <laughs> towards the end it got a little dry yeah but like those first beginning seasons i remember my mom and i watched them together so fucking yeah funny. so funny yeah so good for him yeah i love him i'm so glad and i just i'm sorry him playing him acting next to matthew willard <sighs> don't even don't even get me started don't <laughs> even don't don't even don't get me started on the five nights of freddy stuff i've been on a kick for the past two weeks don't even get me started. Yeah. Don't get me started. <laughs> I'll try not to, but... Yeah, because I will talk about that's, it for a really long that's time. That's pitch-perfect casting. No, absolutely it yeah. is. As soon as it came out, it was like... All right. Put me on the pre-order. You're fucking joking, right? <laughs> this is a joke. You're, jo- you're I'm dreaming. actually... You're fucking with me right now. <laughs> Anyways. <sighs> Teehee. Yeah. Um, my next pick... Okay. Wildly off what we've been talking <laughs> about. Okay. Um, I didn't... I didn't realize that I ever really had a crush on this character oh. until, like, I literally thought about it for this episode where I was, like, racking my brain yeah. for, like, things in my childhood. Like, I was trying to remember anything from my childhood. I just have a very hard time remembering it. And um, 
I guess I uh, I guess I, I I never picked up on it until now. Um, Blaze the Cat from the Sonic games. I remember. Uh-huh. <laughs> I re- I remember the first Sonic game that I ever played was one that had the the first game that she was introduced, and I can't. She's remember. the pink one, right? She's purple. She's purple. The pink one is Amy. You've okay. probably never seen Blaze because she's a side character. Okay. She's not. She's not a part of the main cast or anything. Um, but I remember as a kid, like, I liked her so much, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like, uh, you know, like, I needed yeah. things of her, but I remember I only played her in Sonic games. Okay. Anytime we had a Sonic game and she was a, mm-hmm. a playable character, yeah. I only picked her, and I could not, for the life of me, tell anyone why. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until literally this point in my life where I was like, oh. I like had a crush on her, but like I was Mormon at the time, right? And I was a kid, so like okay. I I didn't know how to like process that. I was gonna say I I have a lot of oh okay yeah now yeah. I know yeah um I have I have all men on here and it's because when I was younger right I like I didn't I was like I admire them and then later in life it's like no I had, I fully had a crush on that right. female character that's what that's what Blaze was yeah as I was thinking about this because like. I think the first Sonic game that I ever played, the one with her in it, I picked up when I was probably seven or eight. Okay. And mind you, at eight years old is when you get baptized mm-hmm. into the Mormon church because their belief, quote unquote. Right. And I'm not trying to like shit on the Mormon church or but anything. But that's when you're like or, an adult. That's when you're responsible. That's when you have the, like, you're supposed to choose the right. That's the slogan that they use uh-huh. within the church. Um. So at the age of eight, you should... You should be old enough to know what is right from wrong. Mm-hmm. As an adult now, out of the Mormon church, that is unacceptable. Yeah. That is not oh, a good sure. age to know. Like, generally, yeah, you know what's right and what's mm-hmm. wrong, but you really don't. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, at the age of eight, it's like, oh, they're coercing you. Oh, you're supposed to get baptized. Yeah. Oh, then they start talking to you about, like, no dating until you're, like, 16 mm-hmm. and, like, that kind of stuff. So, it had never crossed my mind yeah. that this could be like a crush. Yeah. It was just I always wanted to play Blaze. I always mm-hmm. thought Blaze was so fucking cool. I always thought she was one of the raddest characters. Like that strong independent, you know, all all the things I like <laughs> in general. She's also like nerdy and like yeah. very knowledgeable about things. So it literally wasn't until thinking about this episode mm-hmm. where I was like, "Oh shit." I had no idea that I, like, really liked this Mm -hmm. character. So, and, like, I've talked about, I'm pretty sure I've talked about Blaze on the podcast before, or at least to you. Just, like, I also, like, for Valentine's Day, I went over to my friend's house, and we all got together, and we made, like, simp presentations. Nice. So we all went through, like, our simp list, and Blaze was on my simp list. So it was, like, uh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Also, Glamrock Freddy was also on that (laughs) I will explain no further. I will explain no further. But yeah, not not Monty. No, mm. I just think Monty is far too cocky. Okay, for my taste personally, Fair. like, Fair. yeah, yeah, very nice. So, please the cat. Let's go. All right, my next one is, I think one we have spoken about not on the podcast but to each other okay. is my first anime crush ever. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I can't remember who it no, is, but I'm sure I once just... you say it, I will remember. Grateful Buster from Fairy See, Tales. I was thinking about putting him on my list, but I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna hold off. I'm gonna hold off because like he was on my simplest too. I can show you that PowerPoint in a second. 
Um, yeah, no, uh-huh. I, 100%. Because Fairy Tale was one of the first animes yes. I ever watched. Yes. I want to say it wasn't my first. I, I want to say it's pre 2012, pre Magic Games arc, because that's all I watched too. Okay. I didn't I watch understand. after that. I, I understand. So I didn't watch Fairy Tale until I was in the eighth grade or start watching it. I only watched what was available on Netflix at the time, okay. which was up to the Tower of Heaven arc. Okay. And then it stopped. Yeah. Later on in high school, like my junior year, I watched 130 episodes, which is not even half of what's yeah. out and available. I think I think I the Grand then. Magic Games is like 121 in. Yes. Yeah. I, re- I remember watching Grand Magic Games, but I remember that I didn't finish it. Yeah. And it was about 130, 140 yeah. where I stopped. I started I that. Tired. Like they got there and then I stopped watching right. it. I was, I was so attracted to Grey. Oh my God. Uh, and it's not just because he ditched his clothes all the time. That's <laughs> okay. not why. Okay, so this is, we've entered the territory. I knew I had to put one of them in there, which was the characters that I was so obsessed with that I made OCs and wrote fan fiction about us falling in right. love. Um, Gray, Gray was one of the first people that I started reading fan fiction mm-hmm. about, mm-hmm. like on Wattpad. Yeah. Yep. Um, there were few, There, like... No one was gray. I don't know what to say. I think it was the main reason I kept watching the show for as long as I did. That's fair. That's absolutely fair. Especially after the whole, um, God, I can't remember, but like the ice shell. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Okay. the fact that I still like, it's so stupid. Um, Oh my God. And that's like 20 episodes in or something. That's not that far in. I am also glad that I stopped watching it because I did hear that they fucked his character up. And I feel like, I, f- I feel like I wouldn't have been a person if I watched that. See, mm, Simone, yeah, has watched all of it. Okay, all of Fairy Tale all the way through. And I recently <laughs> learned crazy. why. That, to me, it was because I was like, for me, it just got very repetitive. Yes, and I couldn't keep up uh-huh. with it. Like the stories were cool, but it always ends the same mm-hmm. with Natsu using the power of friendship. Yeah, and it. Like, it couldn't even be Urza or Grey or... It's always Natsu. Uh-huh. Always, always Natsu. Using the power of friendship specifically uh-huh. to beat up whoever the fuck it is. And that really bugged me. Yeah. Like, the one time I thought it was going to be Urza, which was the Tower of Heaven arc. Yeah. Against whatever the... What is his name? Joe... Ah, fuck. I can't remember. Anyways, it was like her childhood friend that like turned Oh, that she had like, like a crush. On- yes. yes. Yeah. I thought it was going to be her to kick his ass. No, right. it was not to like last second. Because why that. would it? Why would she have I that know. So I was, like, important character? After moment. that, like I lost a lot of interest. And then I got to a point where like I was just putting them on in the background. And I yeah. started watching. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Right. So I stopped watching it. Um, but like, great. It would have been so cool to like watch <sighs> great. Like actually do something cool. Literally, yeah. Have him be like. <laughs> A character. I don't know. Right. But he was the one character in Fairytale that I gravitated to. And I think it wasn't Natsu because it was kind of your Beast Boy thing where I was well, like. He was with Lucy. He was with Lucy. Yes. Uh-huh. That's also why I wasn't into <laughs> Natsu. That's 100%. Whereas like, I knew that I wasn't exactly straight during when I was watching it. So right. I was like, Urza is also really uh-huh. pretty, but also she's just like there. See, Urza isn't the type of girl that I go for. Mm, okay. Um. So I like, I was like, she's badass no but like kana as well mm-hmm. the one that drank all the yeah. time super into her <laughs> um 
but yeah so so natsu had lucy in my mind right and gray was single except for juvia but fuck juvia fuck juvia fuck juvia thank you, thank you. <laughs> simone likes juvia fuck juvia she doesn't exist to me <laughs> i hate her although i will say i did sort of have a crush on the one on the what the steel dragon oh my guy. god uh, uh i don't yeah. remember his name but like i remember when he showed up with like his mullet uh-huh. and like beefy i was uh-huh. like oh, of course of, of course. course he is oh he's very much shredder huh he's very much shredder what the fuck are you the, the steel dragon he's, oh yeah. he's very much a shredder yeah 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 i was yeah. like uh, i didn't <laughs> comprehend so it just sounded like you were saying syllables that's why i was like what the fuck is going on dog? um but yeah, I fucking I hate it. Like every yeah. single time that he ignored her, <laughs> brushed her off, I was like, "That's my man. That's right. That's my man." <laughs> yeah, real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I forgot how much I liked Gray. <sighs> That's real. He he was my first like full anime crush. Like full. Like I, I said, I think he was one of my first two. I think I was watching Fairy Tail and Soul Eater at the same okay. time, and I was very much into Soul yeah. from Soul Eater mm-hmm. as like. I mean, now later in life and having rewatched Soul Eater, like right. Stein. Right. Duh. Like, I I had, I made, like, OCs a lot when I was that age. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of them didn't have love interests. Like, I made one for Full Metal Alchemist, didn't have a love interest. Mm-hmm. The Percy Jackson one had a love interest that, like, I, it was also an OC. Mm-hmm. The only two that I could think of were Grey and then Aura High School House Club, which I was into one of the twins. And I was like, that one wasn't as much as Grey. Like, Grey was like, <sighs> you know? Yeah, no, 100%. So, that I, so the fan, I, I like, I wrote full. You watched it dubbed, right? So I watched it dubbed up until it was not dubbed anymore. Okay. I only have ever watched it dubbed. Okay. Although I have seen clips of it subbed, but like yeah. his voice also was like a big pull for me. Fairy tale was the main reason that the first ever laptop that I got, which was when I was a freshman in high school, got horrible viruses from me like <laughs> pirating anime. Uh, nice. <laughs> like God, God bless that laptop. But I got so many fucking viruses, and Fairy Tale was a main contributor of that because it was like I found it for free, dubbed, on some like website right. like Crunchyroll or whatever. Uh-huh. And then after a while, like they had the just the Japanese one, and then I was just like, well, I'll just go find that because I was just like jonesing <laughs> for for more Fairy Tale. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. Um, but yeah, I wrote full fan fiction, and the only thing that was like the or in high school host club one, I only wrote like a single chapter for it. Gray, I wrote an entire fucking fan fiction called. I found it. It's on Wattpad. <laughs> I never published it. It's drafted for me oh and me God. only. Called to my prince from the dragon. Um, I like skimmed through it because I like I was just like, can I still find it? <laughs> it's right. still there. Um, I I skimmed through it. Parts of me are really proud of what like thirteen year old me, fourteen year old me wrote. Oh, yeah. Um. Some some stuff is very cringy still. Um, That's fair. But some parts I'm just like fuck yeah, absolutely. Good for you, man. <laughs> but talking about Gray, he was just uh, also I feel like even if Natsu didn't have Lucy, he was just more compelling of a character. Yeah, I I would agree with that. Again, it's the whole like repetitiveness of natsu that really killed it for me yeah but also you're right he took his shirt off a lot which did a lot Uh, for 14 year old me no absolutely they knew what they were doing trust me Uh when urza went into like her fairy queen form 
There is that scene in, like, the very couple first episodes where he lifts his shirt up to show his fairy tale <laughs> mark on his chest. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> that it does yeah. something. It yeah. did something 100%. to me. 100%. Um, also, you're, the ice, the ice, everything, the ice swords, the ice bows were just so pretty. And, like, they were, um, like, having this, like, these pretty weapons. Yeah. This pretty man wielding pretty weapons. Just, it did something. Um, That's fair. At first glance, he's just your typical tar- tall, dark, handsome. And I, I think I realized writing this down, he was my Bakugo. Because at first, Ooh. I thought he was really fucking annoying. Gotcha. And I didn't like him. It was not like a love at first sight uh-huh. situation. I didn't like him at first. But then, like, when we got, like, a genuine thing from him not just him like fucking fighting with natsu mm-hmm. or taking his clothes off for just being like a general asshole or whatever because like that's when you meet him for the first time he's like a gen kind of just like an asshole right it's just like like i don't know it just, i was just like he goes from just like this annoying asshole to kind of adorable to a kind of adorable and then speeds into this like why were you hiding this from me the whole time? Mm-hmm. Um, he's also very stoic, which is completely different than the other people that mm-hmm. I genuinely like have feelings for. Like Hawk is Cox is not anything like that. Um, like Crow, definitely not anything. Right. The one that I can think of is Iwazumi, but I only like Iwazumi because of you. <laughs> so <laughs> does he really we've count? Also, we've also fan created a bunch of yeah. stuff around Iwazumi, so. We're in love with the concept. We are in love with the concept of Iwazumi. So, but he's like, he's very different than everyone else, which is, I also think why he's my Bakugo. Um, He's also kind of, he's kind of a loner, which is probably the one Sundere crush I've ever had on. I feel like we always have to have one, one Sundere crush. Um, But I remember that because he doesn't have that many emotions when he does cry or like fight fight his demons i was like baby no honey right, no right um and then when wendy's introduced to the show gray becomes one of her many like older sibling figures um and whenever like i saw him worry which was like towards when i f- stopped watching it mm-hmm. whenever he like worried about her safety or like made cute fucking little ice crowns for her um it made me feel some type of way it's no secret that i want to have children in the future, so um, seeing a man who's good with kids just does a lot. Yeah, that's fair. To me, um, and then I have just <laughs> this is this is the part where I've never admitted this to anybody. Okay. Ever. <sighs> Going back to Julia, and my delusional, my delusional ass. There's this fight. That Gray has this like friendship is powerful moment. Not the main one, obviously, because that one's for Natsu, right. but his own. And he thinks of his friends and family, and then he thinks of Juvia. I would pretend that he was thinking of my OC. Okay. There were so many moments in that show where I would input my OC in my own head. Just, like, I would see her play out. And then, like, I would respond to them sitting in my... I swear to God, if my mother caught me doing that, I would be hospitalized. Just me sitting in my bedroom, like, responding. I, you know what? I think that's valid and that's normal. Thank you. Because I'm not going to admit anything myself, (laughs) but I very much agree. Uh Uh-huh. So that's as much as I'm going to say about that. Yep. I just, like, I did that a lot for, like, my OCs where, like, I would just input myself. And then, like, it would be me yeah. be writing my own fanfiction inside my head. I think that's relatively normal. Yeah, but I think that one's a little bit more embarrassing because I was like, fuck you, Juvia. He's thinking about me. 
<laughs> well. Also, V's. Yeah, that's fair. I rest my case. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Is that all you have to say? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Very cool. Go Grateful Buster. Yeah, I purposely didn't do any anime ones yeah. for mine because I was like... Most... I'm glad that you did it because that was the one where I was like, this could because we have talked about this right. before. But I was also like, I'm pretty sure at least on the show, mm-hmm. I've already kind of covered most Probably. of like, the anime boys that I've been interested yeah. in and like that kind of stuff. So I was like, mm, I don't want to like be super repetitive. Right. So I'll just talk about the ones as early on as I can remember. So this one... Is this your most embarrassing <laughs> one? No, I don't think so. I think Hawkeye was the most okay. embarrassing one. Um, uh, uh, save for the dog, the entirety of the mystery gang. <laughs> save for the dog! <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> what order did they come in? Uh, like, who came first? You know... You I, came first, but... Yeah. Um... God, I honestly don't really know. <laughs> okay. Because, uh, like, I was thinking about it, and again, it was one of those things where I was like, I always really liked Velma and Daphne, and then I was like, mm, it's because I'm gay. <laughs> um, so, I I want to say it, it was probably Daphne first. Okay. Then Velma. Okay. Then Shaggy. Kay. And then Freddy. All right. Just because, like... Daphne, pretty, but mm-hmm. also smart when it counts. Uh-huh. Velma, smart, smart and pretty. <clears throat> Shaggy, stoner, <laughs> scrawny man, uh-huh. not very smart, dumb in the head. Also, he has a dog. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, also, rich. We forget that correct. man's rich. Yeah, but he doesn't, like, act like it. No. So that's something Which that I appreciate. Which is the perfect. Right. Yeah. It's what I appreciate. And then Fred is just himbo. Yeah. So, as I was thinking about it, originally I was going to be like, oh, Shaggy. And then I was like, no. No. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) I also like Daffy, Velma, and Freddy. (laughs) I like all of the mystery gang. So, um, yeah. Because, like, I remember watching the original, like, what? The The What's New Scooby-Doo? Or, like, the original, like, The original from, like, the 60s. I was trying to remember which time frame it was. But, like... I've watched every generation of Scooby-Doo besides Mystery Incorporated. Okay. Mystery Incorporated is the one that I have not watched. It is on my watch list. Yeah. I do plan on watching it in its entirety. Mm -hmm. But, like, I feel like the other two series before that, the one What's New Scooby-Doo from the 90s and then the original from the 60s, didn't really have strong storylines. No. It was more just one-off episodes yeah. for to keep your mind mm-hmm. entertained, which is perfectly fine. Like it's Love a, them. It's a kid's TV show. I'm not going to say anything about it. But, like, the 90s iteration had a lot of movies, yeah. and I remember watching all those movies growing up yeah. at, like, my grandma's house. Like, it's some of the only movies she had on DVD, yep. so we'd watch them all the time. Hex Girls. <gasps> Don't talk to me about the Hex Girls. <laughs> Hex Girls, I love. I remember the camping one that they did. I can't remember the what. We should do a, a top five Scooby-Doo movies. We should, but that would require me to rewatch them, because I haven't <sighs> seen a lot of them in a long time. Um, and then, of course, the, the live-action ones, which, again, casted. Okay. Perfectly. It was when I was older when I watched them, but Linda Cardellini as Velma. Yes. Mommy. That... Mommy? Oh, 
mommy awakened something sorry, within mommy? me. Sorry, mommy. Sorry, mommy. So, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Milkers? Mommy? <laughs> Milk? Mo- in mom? the orange leather yeah, jumpsuit? In, in two. Yeah. And in the second one, also shaggy with boobs. Shaggy. No, that's the first one. Shaggy with boobs. Right? No. No. Second one? Oh, it is second it one. It is the second one. Whatever. Yeah, I remember Shaggy with boobs, though. I'm pretty sure it's the second one. Also, Matthew Lillard. Yeah, Matthew Lillard. I mean, I mean, everyone literally is casted. Perfectly. Perfectly. It, and Daphne really and Fred good. are married in real life? I know. It, huh. like, it's really good. It It's just a... I really like the live actions. I yes. know some people are, like, iffy on them. They're no, camp. They're, they're perfect. Ca- they're camp. I have told my sister, if I die before her, she has to play those movies at my funeral. Nice. Yep. Good it will you. not be a sad wake. There, she's putting the movies on. We're yeah. celebrating my life with the live action Scooby Doo movies. Yeah. And then like after that is when Mystery Incorporated happened. Mm-hmm. And I at that point I think I was more into like anime and like that kind sure. of stuff. So I wasn't Yeah. Like when it was on, sometimes I would watch it, but it would also be at points in the storyline that I didn't like I, I didn't. They know were, what was you couldn't just watch an no. episode. Yeah. It, it wasn't like the old show, so it's like, oh Yeah. So like I know bits and pieces of the story but not full storylines mm-hmm. and then the new velma show i'm not going to i'm watch. not watching that i refuse to watch it I've, i'd rather kill myself i've watched enough youtubers shit on it yeah. so i know what it's about but like i i'm not going to watch it myself i know when my beginning of the year episode i was like i think i'm gonna watch it no uh changed my mind on that real quick good so, for you yeah but like pretty much i think almost every iteration besides the hbo one mm-hmm it's perfect slay yeah they do so well they do so well so yeah i love I, that I'm, I'm attracted to them in every iteration it doesn't matter you're like can i just be added just put me in the gang i'll be your little wife yeah <laughs> i'll just take care of you guys i'll just sit in the car yeah have fun on your adventures um, okay, I did have some honorable mentions for myself. Okay. Because I just kept thinking of so many that I was like, I just can't See, not. I really had to rack my brain. I know you did. Um, Cornelius from Thumbelina. Mm. That was another Don Bluth movie that my sister and I loved. Right. Um, N from Pokemon. You know what? Yep. I failed to put him on my simplest, mm-hmm. and he was on one other person's simplest that night, and I wanted to punch myself in the face yeah. so badly. We've talked like, about him actually we, so much i know it's embarrassing like how much of our personal time we spent talking about him so um yeah anyways he's we- the only one because i talked to my sister about this when i was like oh my and i are doing this childhood crushes thing and she's like ash and i was like no not ash and she's like any with pokemon and i was like maybe n but that's it right like i, I can't even when i was thinking about because i was like oh i watched pokemon a lot yeah. growing up as a kid but i was like e- even n just like sure I don't, like, don't get me wrong, I am attracted to N, yes. but it's not like, oh. He's the most compelling. It's not like cyborg. It's like, <laughs> oh. Yeah. It didn't change your life. No. No. Although the Ferris wheel scene did change something It did in change me. something <laughs> in me. That, there's like, at the very end of, of the second black and white, where you go back to like the hometown from the first game, mm-hmm. and they're like, yeah, she's disappeared looking for... And that changed something in me. Where I was like, they're uh, still out there. Nice. Please. <laughs> I want to know where they are. Bring it back. Bring it back. Um, Wesley from The Princess Bride. Yeah. Yeah. Real. That was another young... I watched that when I was very young. My mom introduced it See, to me. See, I didn't watch that until I was like 13 or 14. Okay. My parents were just never super into it. And I remember I watched it at school for mm. the first time. So. I watched it. My mom also had it on DVD. I definitely, I can't remember his name, but the the guy who's like, you killed my father. Oh, Inigo Montoya? Yeah. Yeah. 
super into him. Yeah. Okay. I think that fits in my alley. It though, does. So yeah. yeah. Um, Spencer Shea from iCarly. That's valid. <laughs> the thing is, is like, I know too many artists personally I know. now. Where it's like, ugh. Yeah. But like, yeah, definitely growing up. I yes. Was like, Whoa, Spencer. Whoa. I was like, fuck Freddie. Freddie <laughs> sucked ass. Hey, is your older brother single? <laughs> yeah. Freddie sucked ass. Um, Marshall Lee from Adventure Time. Mm-hmm. Do you know about Marshall Lee? Mm-hmm. Okay, him. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Um, Ro- Robin Hood, the fox. Okay. <laughs> From Real. the cartoons. That's fair. Also, Asterix made Marion. Yeah. Yeah. Valid. Um, and then lastly, Kevin from Supernatural. I stopped watching the show. Okay. Because of him. Because of his death. Yeah. Just I mean, straight up I mean, stopped. that's fair. I also didn't put any of the Supernatural guys on there because I was like, everyone that, I, knows. I put him in so. my honorable mentions yeah. and not. Like, everyone knows that. He was another one that I made fan fiction I for. I am a big Dean Winchester girly, so. Who isn't, though? You know? You know, I'd be like that. Yeah. Okay. My, my last one. Mm-hmm. It's. Is this one that I don't know about? I don't think you know about this one. Okay. Um, It's Max Goof. <laughs> from the goofy movie oh my god are you fucking serious right now you know what the funny thing is i've only seen the goofy movie once and i was like god it was probably 10 years ago i've obviously seen clips for like meme culture you know and that <laughs> kind of stuff but i have not seen that movie all the way through in probably 10 or more years why I'm not being judgmental. No, I like, know. I, like I, I don't I'm, think I've admitted this to a single human no, being. No, I'm genuinely curious <laughs> as to, like, why. Because it, like, uh-huh. it kind of fits in your, like, <laughs> stereotypes that you like. But it's also, like, what compels you <laughs> to put him on your list? Oh, uh, okay. Like, we're doing top five. We like, are. Like, whoa. Yeah. You know? And if he was a human being, he would be lower. But the fact that he's, like, a dog. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think is... I, I'll say I think this is my youngest crush. Like, I think I saw that movie when I was, like, five. Okay. Five or six. Because that movie came out, like, the mid-90s, okay. right? Um, I This is, although an asterisk, also Roxanne. Roxanne has my heart. Have you seen Roxanne? Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, that was, I think, another one where I was like, I just really like her. I really want to be her. No, babe. <laughs> you don't want to be her, okay? Um... But we're here to talk about Max. Um, I had watched the VHS tape of the Goofy movie. Mm-hmm. We owned it. My mom owns a lot of VHS Disney movies. Mm-hmm. When I first watched it, I was very young. I just remember that he was very cute. I liked the skater boy thing. Right. Um, I watched that scene where he performs with Powerline. Mm-hmm. The Powerline song in the school. Not with Powerline. Okay. But the one in the school. So many times. I almost wore the VHS tape because it would literally just be like the first what 10 minutes of the movie rewind back first 10 minutes of the movie rewind back first 10 minutes of the movie rewind back like okay um i just i really i just really thought he was cool i don't know how else to explain it i just really thought he was cool and then when i watched it again when i was a little older i think i've seen the goofy movie and the ex- the extreme goofy movie like four times over the course of my mm-hmm. life um i really liked i'd say i would say the second time i watched it i was like in middle school okay and i really liked the fact that he was obsessed with roxanne like he okay. was a boy who this this is common this is a common trait between yeah. characters that you like yeah. he was he he like really 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 liked this girl and was not afraid to show it and of course when you're in middle school 
all you're worrying about if you like people like if you're having attraction some people don't that's fine but if you're starting to have attraction for people especially of the opposite sex you're just like oh my god like i don't know Mm -hmm. and then you see a lot of boys in media who are like like the girls really obsessed with them but not the other way around right and so it was the first time where it's like you know, he talks to his friends about her. He has sweet little dreams of them in a meadow together. He, like, he lies to her, but he goes to such extremes to impress her. And it was a moment where I was like, one, oh, my God, boys are just like us. They giggle and gaggle over their little crushes. And two, holy shit, he's exactly like me because I, too, have done extreme shit to impress the person ah. that I really like. Mm-hmm. He was just really charismatic. Um, also an incredible singer. He got on that stage as Powerline, and he didn't immediately arrest Max or his dad afterwards because he was so good. <laughs> Real. Um, I, I also think Jason Marsden's voice really does it for me. I don't know who does the singing voice. I don't know if it's also him, but if he does, good for you, sir. You deserve everything. Also, the writers who wrote Max, in a way with his dad, Goofy Goof, made him feel like a real kid like he's someone i went to school with being mad at his dad lying to him like eventually even making up with him it really just added a lot to his character like made him really just like i felt like i could just meet this boy at my school mm. like i was just like i just need to look out for the scared boys a real i'm boy. gonna find myself a max goof you know what i mean Whoa. um and then as a kid i really liked the version of max this like young just got into high school kind of max but then as i grew up i found myself really liking college version in the second movie because in the second movie he goes to his first year of college so he's like 18 19 he still has this skater boy vibes Mm -hmm. he's literally in the x games no big deal um (laughs) we we love a man with goals (laughs) whoa Uh, also i don't know how how you've never seen an extremely goofy movie no okay there's this character called bradley Who's in a fret. Okay. I don't know how they ever thought that we would ever believe that he's the hottest man on campus. Gotta be real with you. Um, he's definitely just sucking off his rich dad's tit. Listen, yeah. art imitates life. Uh-huh. Like it, 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 no, yeah. It, I've never really met a frat boy where I'm like, oh my god, you're the most beautiful man I've ever met no. in my life. Same with a sorority girl. <laughs> That's true. Are they pretty? Yes. Yeah. Are they the prettiest? Not even, like, no. they're they're just not my type of people. That's fair. Especially, we had frat row at the nearby college, just the college you go to. Right. People died. A lot of people died. A lot of people died. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and still, people die. Anyways. Um, but he has this through line with his college experience that's so real, where he learns that he isn't the best at something. And, like, that disappointment and that frustration at himself causes him to take it on the people he loves and then makes him think that he's ruining their lives. And, like, the writers either, like, really, like, they're, t- like they're tuning in. They're honing in on experiences they've had themselves. Mm-hmm. Or they're just that good. Because they killed it with Max in both movies. Right. And last but not least... The most compelling part to me, at least, is that Goofy has this incredible disco fever romance with the librarian of the college. Mm -hmm. And what can I say? Like father, like son. You know what I mean? Goofy is the father who will teach Max how to treat a woman. He will listen to his son and not invalidate his feelings like Pete. 
and therefore will make sure that he's emotionally available and can communicate his emotions and refuses to let his son be another shit man. Mm -hmm. I believe that deep down in my heart when I saw him with that librarian that Max is more like his father than he wants to believe. And that is why I had a childhood crush slash pre-teenage slash teenage crush on Max Goof. I hope that was sufficient enough. I think it was more than sufficient. (laughs) Thank you. I, mine were just like, I don't know, I like them, they're pretty. For, like, okay, so for the first three, I feel like it could have been, like, Peter Malark and, like, left it as is, because, like, right. a lot of people, but I, like, for Max Goof, I, like, I felt like they were gonna be, why? I, I mean, that's fair. And I was like, okay, so I have to explain myself yeah. now. Um, but a lot of them, like, I just really wanted to talk about, like, the experiences of, like, especially with Grey. I had so many experiences with that man. I'm just like... Yeah, that's fair. Or even like yours. You had such a very beautiful history with Hawkeye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it'd be like that. Who's your favorite out of... The five? The five. Probably Cyborg. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why, but I know that he'd treat me right. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. You know. It's fair. No, he would. Yeah. He would. He would. He would. So, like, I don't feel like I could pick the entirety of the mystery gang. (laughs) And you can't just pick one, you know? That's unfair to them. Yeah, exactly. Blaze the cat. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, Donatello's, like, a close second. Hawkeye is, like, "Eh, now to me. Yeah. But, like, yeah. Cyborg to this day is just, like, yeah, I know know that he treated me right. Yeah. So. Yeah. I can't, like, not mm-hmm. pick him. Mine is a close between Dimitri and Peta, but mm-hmm. I think Dimitri pulls out. Yeah. Just a hair in front of Peta. Yeah. I mean, you've known one longer than the other. Yeah. Yeah. But, I don't know. He just, he, he just pulls out just a little bit in head. Gray is just, like, he's, like, that high school crush. That you, like, don't even want to think about anymore. You're just, like, mm-hmm. kind of embarrassed about it now. Yeah. Um, Troy, the same thing. It's, like, it, it, Troy Bolton, the crush, kind of feels like, I mean, it's exactly what it is. Like, a, like, an idol situation where, like, a young girl just has, like, a, uh, an idol. And, yeah. like, that's, he's not, like, obtainable in any way. And then Max Goof is Max Goof. I don't, I don't have, I don't want to say anything else about that's that. That's okay. You know what? I've said I've wanted to fuck so many things yeah. on this show. And those are on our free public episodes. <laughs> so I I think this is okay. But yeah. Um I hope that was enlightening. To us too. To each other. Yeah, no, I definitely yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thank you for indulging in this semi Valentine's Day episode with me. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to another episode of Canonically Incorrect. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok and Instagram and Tumblr. You can send us your fanfiction recommendations, or if you're a fanfiction author that would like to be on our show, email us at canonicallyincorrectpod at gmail.com. If you would like to support us, you can donate a one-time donation at ko-fi.com slash canonicallyincorrect. <laughs> you can subscribe to our Patreon monthly at patreon.com slash canonicallyincorrect. Thank you to our Patreons at Tumnal River and Riley C for your continued support. Donate to AO3! And we'll see you guys next time! Bye! Bye.